okay. It's just like a lot of feathers in his tail. Yeah, this so is like, not. Dan, are you so worried? Yeah, I'm a little worried. <laughs> It'll be fine. It's okay. We're recording, so it has to be good now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome to another episode of Don't Hit the Microphone. I uh, no, that's not <laughs> the name of it. Our our previous host Patrick is not going to hit the microphone. I am not. <laughs> That's and a long time ago. This week, this week we'll be starring Finley, not hitting the microphone. But you have to introduce us for real. Uh, this podcast is actually called Me, My Parents, and Liam Neeson. I'm Dan. I'm Patrick. I'm Carrie. I'm Carrie. Sam. And we're and not... Finley. Yep, he's also here. <laughs> and yes, uh, there are two Carries. This has Good happened, luck. This has happened before. <laughs> uh, the reason for the... Uh, extra people is because uh, it is Christmas time, and the reason for watching this movie is because there's extra people. Uh, and because we had a whole day off, and this is a long movie. This is a long movie. We watched Kingdom of Heaven. Director's Cut. Director's Cut. I believe this was actually the Director's Cut. Mm-hmm. I, well, the box said so. The box said so. Uh, there was supposed to be uh, an overture and intermission, and those did not happen. I think that was the anniversary yeah. director's cut box set, something yeah. or another. <laughs> something about this, yeah, something about this is happening. So, this movie is 2005, which we have talked about before. It's the same mm-hmm. year as Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. I did double check to make sure that uh, this didn't get any awards. It didn't, unfortunately. Well, that's too bad. I, there was a lot of people in this one, so we could talk about... People forever. Sir's also appearing in this film for a while. Uh, first one we should talk about uh, is not a person appearing in the film, obviously. We should talk about Ridley Scott. Mm-hmm. Ridley because Scott is pretty important. If you hear the name Ridley Scott, usually a few things spring to mind. Uh, first on them would be Gladiator and then Alien. Mm-hmm. Those are both pretty big deals. He uh, was a producer for the original Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. The original? The original. Oh. That's a few years ago. The Martian. Gladiator, obviously. Yeah. Let's start. Let's start going backwards here a little bit because he does a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, he does a lot of stuff and pretty well-known movies too. Uh, Black Hawk Down, right? Uh, which it's also in here. Oh, let's just keep scrolling. Let's just keep scrolling. Let's see what I can find here. Dan is wasting time. I'm wasting lots of time. It's fantastic. <laughs> Get some deep cuts. How deep of cuts do we want to go? Let's look at the all filmography and scroll to the bottom and see what happens. Producer, 139. Don't know what that means. That's how many. That's how many oh, films I... he produced. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Which that was the name lot. of a film. That's only so, a few. As a producer, his first he he was co-producer, uncredited of Blade Runner. He was not the main really? producer. He helped, and it was his basically his film debut as a producer. Okay. Uh, Thelma and Louise. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, good times. Uh, G.I. Jane. Okay. Not good. Yeah, times. Gladiator. I uh, as executive producer, this is kind of a big deal. Black Hawk Down, yeah. Uh, Gladiator was two thousand. Black Hawk Down two thousand and one. So this is a few years after. If we're gonna be honest, he really became a big deal. I uh, director is where you're getting the alien business. Mm-hmm. Was he, was he I think he was director in yeah. that. Yeah, he was. I uh, yeah, that was I nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. That was his, not his uh, film directorial debut. It was his second one. Well, let's talk more about this movie. But we got so many people to talk about. I know, but this movie was, what do you think? Is this a thumbs up, a thumbs down movie just in general? I think it's a thumbs up movie in general. Yeah, but one has to be interested in the the subject matter, I think. Well, and be willing to sit for this long. It's well Mm -hmm. done from that perspective. You need to prepare your snacks ahead of time. 
Yes. <laughs> well, we have so many people to talk about because there are people that we've talked about before. Well, okay. Like and the, the, the dog is trying to <laughs> get Daniel's <laughs> attention. No, <laughs> For those of us that are here no. in the living room, it's... <laughs> it's not <laughs> ideal. Well, he thinks Daniel has snacks. I do not have snacks. My knees do not have snacks. They might... Wait a minute. Did you did you drip your snacks on? <laughs> no, I did not. He's oh, looking no, at no. you like <laughs> you have something that Shoot. he wants. Okay, the people at home need to understand that Finley is... Um, <laughs> Not He's a really you, cute mutt. Where are you? Yes. How, what are you doing? <laughs> he just wants to be close to Daniel, and Daniel is the least dog-friendly person in the room at the moment. All right. So. <laughs> okay, so let's talk more about people who have, we've talked about before. And not about the yes. dog in the room? Not about the dog. About here. people. <laughs> so the music. The music was by that guy who is hyphenated Williams. Harry Gregson Williams. Yes, we've talked about him before. Oh. We've talked about him God Thursday. Like, Thursday, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Three days ago. Finding Nemo. He, he definitely I uh, did uh, a couple of movies, including the Chronicles of Narnia movie, which we've talked about. <laughs> the dog is moving, so all of us are not paying attention to the podcast. All right. again. Now, for the actors, so many actors. Well, other than Orlando Bloom. Other than Orlando Bloom, but not the first actor that you may have heard of uh, in it because of Mr. Michael Sheen. Right. Of the Sheens. Of the mm-hmm. Sheen family. Uh, most recently, you would have seen him in the Amazon Prime show Good Omens with David Tennant. Oh. Which was a pretty good show. I watched oh, it. Hmm. it I did not good. watch that. Uh, he was also uh, David Frost in Frost Nixon. Hmm. Okay. okay. He's cool. done quite, he's done, he was Tony Blair in The Queen. What was his role oh. here? He was the priest at the beginning. He was the priest. Okay. Oh, sure, sure. Yep. Well, or... Yeah. So... Okay, Okay. cool. Orlando Bloom, of course. You have seen him in many things. More than two things. Uh, The first Lord of the Rings uh, was 2001. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's been around. The first Pirates of the Caribbean was 2003. Mm -hmm. Uh, Second Lord of the Rings, 2003. We'd have to scroll quite a ways back to see... If Lord of the Rings was done before this movie, uh, it was not. I don't believe so. So, I just want to clarify. Michael Sheen is not related to the he's rest Martin of the Sheen. Is he not, not, is he not no, on the not Sheens? No, he's not. He's, this, this his very, his parents that. are Irene and Mayrick Sheen of Newport, Wales. Oh, okay. I stand corrected. A different well, Sheen. Well, because it's, I didn't think it's he looked Charlie very much Sheen like, and uh, then the other, the other brother... Has taken his mother's name mm, for his yeah. stage name, and it's. Um, they were not in this movie. Uh, Sir, sir is not appearing in this movie. Julio Estevan. Yeah. Estevez. Estevez. And Enrique Estevez. Enrique. Whatever. We're talking about something completely different. Not Julio Estevez. Not of the Sheens. The female lead of this film, for which we will have to take a brief aside to discuss other family members' opinions, Eva Green. I looked up. Uh, she is the Bond girl in Casino Royale. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The new one. The new, the new one, not the right. Not the, original. Original. not the original, which has basically nothing to do with the book. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But uh, she was in that, and then briefly in the next one, where I believe she has an unfortunate. Oh, oops. <laughs> she oops. did have an unfortunate accident in Casino Royale, did she not? I, her accident is much more unfortunate in Quantum of Solace. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, she's been in a lot of things as well, but that's the one where it's like, well, when you hear things like Mom Tell Story. All right. So 
I I have aging parents and they live they live in northern Minnesota and when I mentioned to my father that uh, we do this podcast thing on Thursday nights he asked what we were going to watch next and I told him we were going to watch Kingdom of Heaven and he said oh I love that movie it's been on late night TV a couple of times and I've stayed up late to watch it and then he proceeded to tell me what a looker this female lead was and since she's a Bond girl we can confirm so yes so now we know what grandpa likes you yes you yeah it's a little weird it is a little weird next person down our ooh this guy's <laughs> been in some stuff list would be Brendan Gleeson hmm don't know him the first Harry Potter actor we'll be talking about today oh <laughs> Mad-Eye Moody Mad-Eye Moody who you do not recognize as such because you can see all of his face well in Harry okay. Potter he has a great big eye patch thingy and some sure. si- pretty significant makeup going on. Ah. In this oh. one, he just has a big beard and some blood. Ew. Most of the time. That, that <laughs> blood most in this of the movie. time. As makeup. Yeah, <laughs> blood as makeup. Uh, makeup as blood. Also in here, we're going to talk about Jeremy Irons, who has a nice scar. Is, this, he is he Sir so. Jeremy Irons? I don't think he is Sir. I don't know if he's Sir yet. He's been in a lot of things. He's been in a lot of things. Most recognizably as Scar from Lion King. He was also Alfred for a while. Yep. Mm-hmm. For, ba- for a Batman. Mm-hmm. Though they keep switching out the Batmans and the Alfreds, so I don't think he's still on it anymore. No. Isn't he? he was, uh, wasn't he one of the, the bad guys in one of the uh, Die Hard movies? Was he? I don't he? think so. I don't think so. Am I mixed up? I think you're he is, mixed he's up. He's the Alfred with the Ben Affleck Batman. He is the Alfred with the Ben Affleck <laughs> Batman. Aha. Uh-huh. However, there's a new Batman in the Titans TV show... And we'll talk about him later. Oh, no. <laughs> uh. It does, of course, keep going. Uh, the king in this film, Sir basically not appearing in this film, because he had on a mask the entire time, Yeah, is one Edward Norton, who has been, in, who has been in lots of things. What was he? He was the king. Ed Norton was? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought I thought you said it was somebody else. No. I was mistaken. Well, I said it was Tyler Durden, but that's a reference to another movie. That's the character he plays in Fight Club Dead. Yes, well, of course. technically Brad Pitt plays him, but spoilers, FYI. Yeah, well. If you haven't seen... If you somehow haven't seen Fight Club yet. And Dad was correct. Die Hard with a Vengeance, Jeremy Irons is Simon Gruber. There you go. He's the brother... <laughs> Right? Of Hans. Right? Hans Gruber's brother. brother. Of Hans. Come on, man. Yeah. You gotta know this stuff. I'm Trivia. so glad. Trivial facts. <laughs> I'm like man. the matriarch of this family. It was the it was the second movie? The third movie. Third. Third movie. Yeah. The, but that's the not second Christmas one movie. is just die harder. Yeah. Yep. Just die. If harder. we want to keep talking about Batman's, uh Edward Norton <laughs> did play a role in Birdman with Michael Keaton, who Which... was also Batman. Oh. <laughs> uh, not exactly, but but yes, I mean, he was Michael at one Keaton point. Was Batman? Yeah, it's uh, still connected. Sam, Loose. I made Loose. sure I paid attention to Nicolaj Coster Waldo, Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister of Game of Thrones. I yep. uh, he's also Horus in Gods of Egypt, which yep. we briefly mentioned as being a very weird movie. Yep, very strange. Very strange. I uh, gotta keep going. We got Alexander Siddig, who now I'm gonna have to. Oh yeah, him. he's familiar. See, he's familiar because yeah. he's watched a lot of Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. He's Dr. Bashir in Star Trek Deep Dr. Space Nine. Bashir. He also 
played a non-recurring character in Game of Thrones. Oh, so all these people are just the regular working actors that are yeah. just gigging big themselves. time. Yeah, they're yeah, the jobs, doing the work. Yeah. Doing a lot of good stuff. I uh, Martin Sokus is our good friend Guy in this film. The bad the closest thing to a bad guy we have in this film. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, he's done a fair amount of things. Uh, Triple X. <laughs> he's the bad guy in Triple X. He's the bad guy in Triple X. <laughs> we will be talking about him on another day. Oh, good. <laughs> and he was in Star Wars, but not the Star Wars that Liam Neeson was in. Well, then we can't do that. He was in episode two. Sam, which character do you think he could possibly have been? And then when I say the name, do you know who I'm talking about? Episode two. Nobody remembers episode two. See, I remember episode two, and when I saw the name, I knew who they were talking about. Well, you better give us a clue. I'll give you a hint. He doesn't appear on screen, it's just his voice. Well, that's not... All right, now when I say Poggle the Lesser, you're going to go, wait, who? No one knows who that is. Who is that? He's the leader of the Geonosian army, the main bug guy. <laughs> and he talks with like ums and clicks. And it's this guy. Seriously. <laughs> the things that you know. Is I like, okay? Did you know all of that before you looked it up on your phone? I knew who Poggle the Lesser was because I'm a big nerd. Because you are a big nerd. <laughs> you okay. are. Oh. Yep. We should also talk about uh, David Thulis. Our next Harry Potter actor is Professor Remus Lupin. Yes, he looked familiar to me. Uh, He's also Sir Patrick in Wonder Woman. Yep. He's the bad guy in that movie. Yep. Spoilers for a movie that you should go see because it's good. Yeah. And he managed to die in this movie too. Yep. Although off camera. Uh, And then coming up. A lot of people died in this film. A lot of people. And then coming up at the end is. Named or unnamed? Ian Glenn. Who is also from Game of Thrones. Sam, which Game of Thrones guy is he? He is Joran. He is Jorah. There's Jorah. no N at the end, Jorah. apparently. Of course. Uh, fine. But he also played a doctor in the Resident Evil movies, apparently. Well, but I'm not watching Which those. is, apparently, he's better known for that than being in Game of Thrones, according no. to IMDb. Mm-mm. I mean, that is uh, fairly accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, who wants to take a guess at where this movie was filmed? Um, California. It was no. filmed in... Two countries primarily. No, it was Mid-East. Morocco? Morocco is one of them. Morocco, yeah. Because it was way desert-like and lots of palm trees and stuff like that. Well, Morocco doesn't have castles, so where are you going to find castles? Right. You just build them. (laughs) (laughs) Or or you go to Spain, where they have castles. For castles. Now, the Loire Castle, Segovia, Avila, Palma del Rio, and Seville's Casa del Pilatos. And Alcazar. Oh. They filmed in a lot of places. Wow. Hmm. Because it's Ridley Scott. Because it's Ridley Scott. But there were, some, yeah. there were some good scenes. Yep. I mean, just visuals. Uh, uh, Which, of course, Ridley Scott. Yeah. We, we, we yeah. go there. Uh, the historical accuracy of this is the fight at the end is the Battle of Hattin. H-A-T-T-I-N. Maybe it's Hattin, but I believe in that area you'd pronounce it the other way. That was the end of the Second Crusade. Okay. Mm. The Third Crusade followed shortly after with Richard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which was... Uh, alluded to at the end. Alluded to. Yes. Mm-hmm. At the end. So now we should actually do a little bit of talking about the movie. Not all of it, because again, well, when it's good, we don't talk about all of it. We didn't talk about Neeson. He came in about a minute and a half in. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he was important. He was 
he looked important, and then when he was done being important, he looked like a normal guy. Yeah, he seemed kind of like more normal guy a little bit into the yeah. movie. But Carrie said a good thing that he, even though he was not physically present in the rest of the film, his legacy continued oh. throughout the film. Yeah. So it we felt the influence of Liam Neeson's character throughout the entire film. Yeah. And that, I think, was really important. And that character, that was not... Uh, it wasn't uh, told to us. It was shown to us, I think, uh, slowly enough that it really we felt invested in his character. The there was why, some... why do you think in why do you think that influence was there throughout? What what was evidence of? Well, there were multiple times where Orlando Bloom's character was referenced as someone who knew him or his son. And people treated him differently because of who his father was. And or he, because they also of had some, some fantastic bookending with things that happened at the beginning being relevant at the end. Uh, well, which, or like when Orlando Bloom's character was knighted in the beginning, he said the, and then the exact same thing to the other guys, to the other guys that were That's true. Yep. The, that was just, a direct quote from... You know, let alone the sword. Character. Yeah. And the, and so, the method of that's true because he was given the sword yep. and taught how to wield it. Yep. Yes. So who the Liam Neeson is is a blacksmith in France. <laughs> no, 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 Liam Neeson wasn't the blacksmith. <laughs> he was the son of the blacksmith. Is now the blacksmith. No. Orlando Bloom was the son of the blacksmith. Except but, he was actually he, a bastard child. He was a bastard child of Liam Neeson's character, gotcha. which is revealed earlier in the film. And yeah. he's a baron. Yes. No, right? He's he, not. He's, he's not a, a baron, baron in Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, in France, he's a guy. He's yeah. just a guy. Yeah. yeah. But he gets. I. Uh, <clears throat> he's trying to convince Orlando Bloom to come with him to keep crusading, and I uh, sort of convinces him to go, but not really because we were doing the hero's journey. I. <laughs> uh, so he has to refuse the call. That's step three. I. Uh, but then. He, I. Uh, he needs to be convinced to go. He convinced to go. Refuses. He gets convinced to go because Martin, I, uh, I, uh, Martin Sheen's a Michael. Michael Sheen. Martin Michael, Sheen. Martin Sheen, Sheen, Sheen is a different Sheen. Yes. <laughs> Michael Sheen, I uh, <coughs> does some bad things and says it's not a big deal, and it turns out it was a big deal. At the end. Uh, yes. No spoilers here. Yeah. I. Uh, so he goes off to crusade, and it's gonna. Disappoint you, dear listeners, to hear that we are not going to talk about Liam Neeson for very much longer. Well, that's right. Spoilers. Yeah, but we can talk about the peril meter and the results of the peril. <laughs> We're definitely <laughs> going to do that because I uh, he is beset by uh, a Lannister and I uh, gets injured grievously and loses his strength and then his life <laughs> I was going to say his life yeah we're going to get he, there because he dies he dies but he doesn't die right away no no. He, he, I mean it's pretty quick he's, he slows down long enough for him to pass on his knowledge and his blessing uh, his blessing and his barony in Jerusalem so that Orlando Loom is ready to do work and then he dies the end. The end. Yeah. Uh, but the, not the end. The, but not the end, because that's like less than... That's, that's like like probably 15, 30 minutes, maybe. I'd say 30 minutes into the movie. And there's another two and a half hours Turns to go. if you're watching the extended cut. Yep. So the movie keeps going without Liam Neeson, and, you know, woe to us for having to watch the rest of a fairly decent movie. Yeah. Uh, 
with some interesting stuff, you'll want to pay attention to lots of returning uh, characters that you see once may come back again. Uh, very few characters are just in there and then disappear. So that's good. Yeah, I think uh, it's paced really well. I... For being a long movie, mm-hmm. yes, it felt long. I may have half dozed off at some points. Well, that's... I may have gone into the kitchen and prepared yeah, some supper. That's my own fault for <laughs> not sleeping well. But it didn't... Fe- it did... What am I going to say? Remember Gangs in, Gangs in New York, Dad? Yeah. You remember how it ended 45 minutes before the movie ended? Yeah. And you kind of thought, okay, what's the next 45 minutes about? Yeah. This movie did this not end did not until the end. Yeah, it did not do that. Right. It did not end until Richard showed up. Yeah. And then it was the it end. It really yeah. felt like the yeah. end. Yeah. But... Felt like it needed You know, there was not a point where... Like, I think if they had done the big battle scene where... Uh, spoilers, the guy who is an idiot is bad at war. Uh, <laughs> where he reveals himself to be bad at war, uh, they just gloss over that fight entirely. Right, and then they go on to other things. Yep, it's just they have the armies are coming towards each other, and then it just like jump cuts to one of the armies is dead. Mm-hmm. And if they had had that entire battle, maybe yeah, it would probably looked cool and all that stuff, but... It would have felt like, okay, here's the big fight. And uh, the movie's still going. No, that fight wasn't important. Yeah. Right. And they did the right thing and just had to go, they went, so this, they so this went fight happened. It. Yep, they went past it. And you got a feel for the characters. Yeah. Oh, that survived. There were some spicy character moments after that. Yep. <laughs> Stay tuned, children. Spicy character moments all over the place in this movie. But I, I, I didn't think that it felt... I mean, yes, it was long, but it didn't feel like it was dragging. Yes. Uh, costumes wise I think they're pretty they were mostly believable except for main character woman hers seemed a little bit yes she's a princess but uh, they seemed a little what? over the top really? yeah think so? almost reminded me of the the female um, character in Knight's Tale where <laughs> her <laughs> her costumes are so outlandish compared to the other people in the film that it's well, in this one, she's basically the only female you see on camera for more than three seconds. Right. Except for... Mm-hmm. You know, there's a couple in there, but... But they don't have... She didn't have to put on crazy things. She just had to be the cleanest woman in Jerusalem. But she w- was far beyond, far more decorated than the cleanest woman in Jerusalem. Yeah. So I that think, just seemed... I think probably by her character's design, because mm-hmm. she is trying to feel above it all. Maybe. Until know. very at the, at the very end, mm-hmm. when her costume change and so does her attitude. So mm-hmm. I think that works out pretty well. Right. Maybe her, that's maybe that's yeah. part when of she, the emphasis she, of, <clears throat> of the fanciness at the beginning, mm-hmm. and because the, that's shall that we say less heart. fancy at the end represents her mm-hmm. character change. Actually, mm-hmm. interesting thought. Yeah. But in any case, the movie ends with it. It follows the hero's journey quite well. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing. I don't mm-hmm. bring up. The hero's journey over and over because it's lazy writing. It's a good way to structure a story, mm-hmm. and it gets you to stay invested the entire time. There's a reason why people keep doing. It. Yeah, it's a reason why we like it. Yep, because it works. But I think that the one thing I really did like about this film was that it was fairly historically accurate, but also I think it made me think a little bit just about the nature of conflict, the nature of relationships, and is, and are are we talking about temporal things or are we talking about things that are of, you know, the heart and of the mind? 
and mm-hmm. and where and where are the conflicts and are the conflicts really should we be conflicted about things that are of a temporal nature you know what's mm-hmm. really what's really important i like some of the interaction of christian islamic some of those mm-hmm. interactions were i mean if you paid attention to it mm-hmm. they were very interesting uh conceptually just well respectful not the typical right i hate you my my, I'm just my people have always you hated you, you because you oh, are a different tribe mm-hmm. it wasn't that attitude mm-hmm. there was a respectfulness about the leadership and about the belief system from mm-hmm. the standpoint of uh almost felt like i recognize what you i recognize that we are different but that doesn't mean that we can't interact with one another in a meaningful what are you finding on your phone, Dan? I'm just looking up uh, the historical character of Balian, mm-hmm. aka Orlando Bloom's character. Right. Actual guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I who mostly did what said in the movie. He was not a blacksmith, though. Well, that's all right. He was, in fact, an important noble. But okay. it's harder to care about the struggles of an important noble. Yeah. So we make him a blacksmith. So we make him a blacksmith normal guy. Blacksmith normal guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who right, can right. sass the King of England, apparently. Mm, yeah. That's right. I mean, when you've stood up to all of that, and the King of England is there, he's like, you're yeah, the least whatever. threatening thing that's happened to me in the yeah, last five years. whatever. You go do whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The scale for all that Liam Neeson was in it, he was under a significant amount of peril for a short time on screen. I think so. Mm-hmm. I... Was... I... I think you don't I'm thinking, disagree. I'm thinking you're from eight. the eight nine category. I think <laughs> he died after all. <laughs> he does yeah. to a wound. Hey, we've given a dying a dead character a one. That was a very unique what? circumstance. What? That was when a unique circumstance, mom. That was when he oh, was yeah. Jesus. That was when he was oh, Jesus. That. He knew he was going to die. Because he knew yeah. he was going to die, and he knew he was going to come. That back. was and it was so, and it, that was his. He deal. didn't appear to be in much peril, really, when yeah. you get down to it. All right. I'm down for an eight on this one. Yeah, he was under attack. He got skewered by weaponry, an arrow in the and chest, and then was most likely infected and sick and dying oh. for yeah. quite a while before yeah, actually dying. So yeah. I, I think an eight is yeah reasonably decent. Yeah, I All think right. so. All right. Yep, we didn't talk about this one a lot because it's good. Uh, if you can track down the director's cut, I uh, it's 45 minutes longer than the original. Uh, mm-hmm. Because Ridley Scott was asked to cut the film down by Fox, uh, and he did not want to, but he did it anyways, and then later released the director's cut, which the original film, mixed reviews, director's cut, rave reviews. So, yeah. Yeah. turns mm-hmm. out he knows what he's doing. That's Find that right. one if you can. Yeah. Uh, most streaming services, the, uh, Amazon had it, but did not have the director's cut. Right. So you'll probably have to find this one yourself at a library or at a used... Or we'd be happy store. to sell it to you for, you know, 50 bucks or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of too much money. It's okay. We'll sign the box. <laughs> and we'll make it a collector's item. All right. Uh, yeah, we're done. Okay, bye. bye.